Hey world, you're listening to The Real Rob Taylor on realrobtaylor.com. I'm here uh, in a uh, windswept, uh, storm-ridden uh, warehouse. This feels like Reservoir Dogs, actually. Uh, to, uh, uh, with uh, Suave Martyrs this evening. Uh, how are you doing, gentlemen? Yeah, good, mate. Good, yeah. yeah, we're well. Very excited. Excellent. We're, uh, we're just, uh, you just sound-checked uh, upstairs. Um, uh, this is, we're at the... Um, uh, Marley Music Studios uh, uh, in uh, a very uh, sort of desolate part of Manchester on a Saturday night. I'm sure it's a hive of activity on a on a Monday morning. But um, <laughs> but anyway, we're just uh, just here ahead of your gig. Um, uh, tell us what you're going to be playing for us tonight. Last set, I, think, I don't yeah. really know. <laughs> yeah, well, so we did a 45 minute set. We we put the night on, but we're we're main support. We're not headlining, so we're mixing because of the other bands being quite funky. We put the kind of funkier side of our set in. Lots of cowbells, lots of disco beats. Uh, but yeah, we're kind of mixing it with other stuff. We have got a bit of a range, so yeah, kind of gonna yeah. We'll see what happens, really. Yeah, excellent. Oh, good. So it's kind of free form and uh, see what the crowd responds to. Then that's uh, yeah, they're, they're no. The they're the best nights, the, uh, the nights where you just like, it's all spontaneity and whatever, whatever happens, happens kind of thing. Yeah. Yeah, yeah it's funny, I just, um, just during the, uh, during the sound check, the lights went off a couple of times and, uh, <laughs> and the, uh, the fuse went a couple of times, you had to uh, get the breakers out. We, we did decide for the first night we were going to put on, on that we'd choose the kind of like, the closest venue we could find to an illegal rave. So <laughs> we'll, we'll see what happens with Allegris. A lot of lights on the front door, maybe just don't pay the fucking bill or something, you know. You, know, yeah, uh, you could happen, they might just, you know ring up and then get it on again it's quite possible that the fuse box is box is full up of uh, bent nails and uh, and that's uh, that's what's keeping the lights on but i don't know uh, i'm not going to go and check yeah. uh, but um, but yeah yeah i, I did uh, i posted it on my instagram uh, just earlier saying uh, it's always a sign of a good night it's uh, going to be a legendary night when uh, when you trip the uh, trip everything during sound check so um so you know all good so um Anyway, uh, uh, you guys have, as you say, you've got a, a kind of an eclectic mix of, uh, of music. What's the, uh, what's the story behind the music? Uh, you guys, how, how do you know each other? Let's start with that, actually. Well, so, well me, and, me and Stuart went to high school together. Um, basically, we, I was going to start a, a band with another mate of ours, um, yeah. and we didn't have a bass player, so just basically ended up me pecking your head for about four weeks yeah. whilst he was on the piss saying I'll give you my bass and yeah pretty much it happened for quite a while even asking me to do it and eventually <laughs> I thought you know I might as well learn it you know because I really liked his music I thought he really had something you know something special so um, yeah. and then um, Sam, Sam came in joined the band with us and then tried to get a drummer together and we went through a range of drummers obviously that's what you have to do because drummers are all nuts and then eventually <laughs> found Biscuit he's nuts but he's not as nuts, nuts. you know he's a good nuts kind of guy you know I'll tell you that but we, uh, so we met, so I moved back up to Leeds after working festival circuit for a while, and then I was practicing drums, and then I got a knock on the door the next day, oh no, not even the next day, later on that night, and uh, Sam came and said, I heard you playing, I was having a bath, uh, do you want to join a band? And it was, yeah, so I came for an audition type thing, it was pretty casual, we went to the pub afterwards, and yeah, we all got along really well, made some wicked music, so yeah, it's been good. It started with a bath, very nice. Yeah, uh, so. <laughs> Good story. No, cool. Okay, so uh, you've uh, released a, a charity single uh, for uh, the, uh, the people working at Berry Football Club who... Um uh, who, who've uh, unfortunately uh, been working there and not got paid due to uh, the management uh, making a terrible mess of, uh, of things there. Tell me what, were, what your sort of uh, motivation behind that was. Um, well, I'm a Barry fan. Um, I used to, my dad used to do the turnstiles at gig, so when I was a kid, I used to nip in with him. And then it's just stuck with me ever since. So to see people, because it's a bit of a family club, Barry. So you see people that you know who work at the club and they've lost their jobs and not been paid in six, seven months. Then they got promotion on the back of that, having not been paid for six months. I mean, if, if it was anyone else, like 
that had been to work and not been paid for even a month, they wouldn't even be there. Do you know what I mean? So they would probably would have just sacked it off. So I thought it showed like the, the spirit of the town and whatnot. So we thought we might as well put a song to it, raise a bit of awareness, raise some money for the staff and that. And yeah, it kind of snowballed from there, really. 1,300 quid as well that day, so not yeah. too bad, is it? 1300 1300 yeah, we, we, we were selling them at, um, we were selling the, the song for like a pound or is it, was it as many as, as much as you wanted to but then yeah. you could, you could uh, donate as much as you wanted I mean some people donating like 30 quid so yeah. that was a real I think it averaged probably a fiver per track as an average so yeah we did pretty well with it we were yeah, really happy uh, well done congratulations with that that's really good and uh, you can still buy that on uh, Bandcamp I believe is that true yeah, that's right yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah you can buy it on Bandcamp that must be via our Facebook page and our website or, or if you yeah, if you go to suavemartyrs.com the link's on there there's a whole section on the website for it fantastic that's really good news uh, so um Tell me about your, uh, your your plans for 2020 then. So uh, you, you've organised this gig tonight. This isn't something that uh, that, that other people have uh, have kind of um, uh, have cajoled you into doing. What you've done is you, you've taken the reins. Uh, you've got uh, you've got four other bands on tonight, uh, all uh, all of whom I think are pretty funky. I'm going to be talking to them shortly, but uh, but I think that's the common thread is that is that sort of uh, funky bass throughout the <laughs> throughout the, all the tracks that I've heard of you from you guys. Yeah, we're I mean, definitely uh, Shaku and Nguvu are on the uh, on the funk spectrum, but um, and we've got Sleeves as well. We're a little bit more alt rock, and then um, Solly So this is their first gig, so we're not entirely sure what to expect. Um, but we, you know, we started doing our own gigs. We've always, you know, even last year we were doing some of our own stuff, so uh, it kind of came naturally to us. And then we've kind of carried that on. We've uh, we're doing a little t- well, a little tiny tour in March. Of which the lead date uh, uh, at Royal Park Cellars is um, is the Suave March Presents. That's one of ours. That's on the 14th of March. But we're playing Gloss upon the 13th with CW Presents and uh, Reared and Love, who we played uh, our headliner at Academy with. That we're, they're uh, having us back in Hull. Um, and then we're uh, making the schlep down to the Big Smoke and uh, playing London with another Suave March Presents at the Hope and, Ice, Hope and Anchor in Islington. Uh, on the 15th of May so so we're also in cahoots uh, with Scruff of the Neck who we've done quite a few of our, our first headline show and stuff was with Scruff of the Neck they've been really good to us um, we're in talks at the minute about putting some stuff on probably what beginning of end of, end, beginning of summer or we wait until September with them we're looking at potential regionals and then but I think we want to do a big gig in next proper gigging season in, in, uh, in autumn uh, get a proper proper venue out there and uh and sell it out. Yeah, because we we, uh, we want to get we're going into the studio over the next couple of months. We want to get a couple of tracks that are completely, completely solid out. Uh, we've really enjoyed doing our other singles, but we've kind of taken free recording where we can. So we want to, we're going to uh, go into the studio and make sure we get a really professional job done, get the next tracks absolutely spot on, uh, and hopefully use that get them out kind of early summertime, just in time to kind of the gigging season in September. So yeah. Cool. Uh, it's interesting you touch on that. This is something uh, that uh, that I wasn't planning on asking you, but it's something that's, that, that I've thought of throughout this interview. Is um, what do you think about uh, sort of the sales of recorded music? Clearly, it's worked really well for you uh, with the with the charity single. Um, have you got an album on the way? I mean, you haven't you haven't mentioned the word album, but you've you've said that there's a sort of series of singles. So what I'm interested to know from you guys is your sort of take as artists and people who are selling music online as to as to uh, you know what the sort of general feel is. Clearly, people are buying 
buying it, but are you expecting to sort of get more money from Spotify streams? or What, what do you think? What's your feeling? So, yeah, Spotify is kind of our main avenue at the moment. Um, we're not focusing too much on selling. None of us are particularly in it for the money. I mean, it's good on nights like this where we don't lose money because we make some back. But, uh, yeah, kind of we're not too fussed about the money at the moment. We haven't got an album out mainly because of that kind of reason that it's going to cost so much money and we want to get a few singles out, build a bit of a response from them, see what people like out of the singles and then kind of... We've got the material for an album, but we're just we're waiting to put it together. <laughs> I think um, I think when people talk about physical scales, I, I think it's a bit of a it's a cop out. I mean, the industry has changed since you know the digital kind of stuff's come in, but it's not it's not an impossible industry. And I think you need to I think people need to kind of realise the changes rather than just kind of complaining about them. To be honest. Mm. No, sure. I I, 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 um, I I completely agree. You know, you've got to move with the times, and uh, and I think what you're doing is, uh, you know, it's great that you're you're testing the market uh, and finding out what people respond to and what people like, and also, uh, you know, the live envi- environment is a is a really good place to do that as well. Yeah, and so live's where you can make your money now, and then, on, on you know, so we you know that's what we do, put our own gigs, and we make our own margin on that, and then with the in terms of. Um, we can you know we've been able to record our music for free which you know wasn't something you could do back in the day and um the gatekeepers and the barriers to entry aren't there so you know you can really you know we wouldn't, might not have necessarily had a single but at this point but we do because of the kind of digitals allowed us to do that so it's kind of you kind of take the rough with the smooth really yeah um, double-edged sword yeah <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, well, uh, you know, I'm, I'm right there with you. I've, uh, you know, at the moment we're recording this with a single microphone that I've got to wave around in front of four people. Uh, so uh, one day we'll be all sitting in a nice warm studio instead of a, uh, a instead of a warehouse that looks like somebody's going to have their ear cut oh, off. Yeah, I'm looking out for rats. <laughs> yeah, looking out for rats, to be honest. <laughs> <laughs> or uh, or guard dogs and sl- yeah. slavering Dobermans and, and, and such like. All right, we'll be, we better wrap it up before uh, before they arrive. So uh, so Suave Martyrs, have a wonderful gig this evening. Thank you very much for Thank speaking you. to me. Cheers, Thank you. Thanks very much. Cheers, 20, 20.